time where the phone never stops ringing. Cold calls and spam emails seem to pour in endlessly. And there is always someone that wants to buy you lunch for the chance to make you a client. This is where real salespeople pitch solutions to real problems while we snuff out the BS. Welcome to the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast with your host, Voron Spivak. All right, we're live. Welcome to the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast. Before we get to my guest, I have a couple announcements to make. I am here at the Churrasco's Restaurant. I want to give them a shout out. As you guys know, I, I put a lot of support out to Churrasco's. They are our, our partners in where we're doing our lives in our videos. So shout out to Churrasco's. If you ever mention OGGN to the restaurant, you're going to get a free Tres Leches. It's something you got to check it out. If you've never been, come here. There's several restaurants around Houston. You definitely want to check it out. So today's episode could change your life. And I'm excited to listen carefully, learn as much as I can from my guest today. He is a father of two got his start in the welding trade back in 1998, ran his own rig from 2006 to 2012, has been inside pipeline inspecting for the last eight years, would have been married 15 years till he was served divorce papers just two years ago. And what's interesting about all of this is that that's not all that would take him by storm. This was also a financial hit. There was, it was compounded by his heartbreak. There were years of work where he was missing time with his family for so many years that ultimately it led to his kids telling him he was never really there for him. By the way, he says this happens a lot in the oil and gas industry. So I'm interested to learn about that and what his opinions are in that regard. After hitting rock bottom, our guest today found a system within the men of iron that helped him pull himself out of the ashes. He says he regained clarity and confidence in a new way after losing it all. This is a man with a mission, and now he is going to share all of this with us. And life today includes coaching his oil and gas clients, as well as executives on how to live a more four-dimensional lifestyle. We're going to learn all about that. And he's going to be talking about how we can be putting deposits in all areas of our lives and not just making money. So with that, I want to say thank you. Thank you, Nick Gimmel, for making this happen. We're going to learn all about the Awakened Tradesman and, and what you're doing now. How are you today? I'm good. Hello, hello. That's quite the intro. You know, it's like your life story is so interesting to me because I think just across the board, as I learned more about you and these components that you've learned through, learned the hard way, right? And you're still in the middle of kind of bringing your life to where, to, we're all trying to maximize our lives. This intro to me was about how do we take a listener right from the very beginning and give them a chance to really know this is not a typical episode of Pitch. No, it's not a typical life in any normal people, normal people's lives, right? <laughs> and it's, but this is normal to us. It's normal to be gone for weeks, months at a time, and then come home and have to deal with everything that's changed over those weeks and months that we've been gone. And now you compound that over and over and over with all that isolation. Now you can either have something that's thriving <laughs> if you do it right, 
or you can end up like I did and having your kids tell you that they don't really know you even when you were around, which was the hardest part. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) honestly, like wife leaving one is one thing, but yeah, having the kids tell you that, you know, at 15 and 12, that's another. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as I listen to you, you know, I think about this and there's people that just go like divorce happens every day, right? Like there's all these opinions people have about it. Some people even congratulate you when you're divorced, like, Oh, congratulations. But the truth is, is that we all, you know, when, when you have people that you're surrounded, that you love, you want to give them your time, your attention, you know, what's the use of all these four love languages if you're never even there to provide them. And what I'm excited about your whole concept is that it's not about just saying, hey, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. You have figured out a way to actually implement some different techniques that are are taking these people's lives and helping them before the damage, before there's collateral damage, while they can still live in the now and have great relationships with the people in their life. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that or a lot of things that everyone's going with with COVID is being exposed now and it translates to how we live every day. You know, the isolation, the being, yeah, just being by yourself and having to have to entertain yourself (laughs) in some 10 by 10 box in some camp somewhere, right? Whether it's down in Texas or Colorado or or all the way up here in, in Northern Alberta, right? And, you know, we've had some of the clients we've had, right? Wife's been cheating on them for two years. Now they're in COVID. Now they're jammed into a house, right? Another client, right? Cheating on his wife for a couple years. <laughs> wife finds out. Like, mm-hmm. how did it get that bad in the first place? And mm-hmm. like in my life, how did it get so bad that I just disconnected from myself totally to protect myself? And then my wife just here, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to do counseling. Like it got that bad. Like, no, like I don't, I just want to be separated and divorced. Well, what you, I would, I would imagine happens too, is like, if you're in a position, no matter what industry you're in, where, you know, that could be, I mean, think about the airline industry. This is part of it too. You you imagine there's weeks, you know, where you're together and there could be weeks where you're not. And it takes a special kind of relationship to be able to master that, to be able to maneuver and for people to at least know that they're appreciated. Because I could imagine too, like if you're going, even you could be in the world's greatest marriage, but you'd have literally two lives. You have one where you have a roommate that's like, you know, could be causing you headache, could be, could be making life really wonderful too. But then you have that other time where you're just kind of king of the ship and you're there alone. I'm, I'm thinking from a spouse's standpoint, it's really very interesting to a lot of us who've never had to endure something like this, that what your teachings are really about is not that it's the traveling that ruins the relationship, but it's how you're in the relationship that can ruin the relationship. Oh, hundred percent. So through working through this work, what I've figured out and still work in progress, but it's all based on facts and feelings. And I said it, I said, the two F words, <laughs> facts <laughs> and feelings, right? So what dude actually wants to step into the land of feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So when you actually look at your results, so what we do when we first sit guys down is we actually, you know, not to give a lot of the program away, but listen, this is what it is. Like sit down when you look at the facts in your life, right? Look at your facts of your, your body, 
like at one mm. point I couldn't even tie my shoes. I was that large. Like it's taken a lot of work to get to mm -hmm. this point, but I couldn't even tie my boots and my shoes. So I would just leave them untied, right? Like I'm huffing and puffing. I just said, screw it. Okay. So what are the facts in my body? Okay. What was the facts in my being? What the hell is being for one? And two, like, what is fulfillment? Like, what, what is that? So most people can't even answer that. So, okay, what is, so no. So now what is the facts and the fulfillment? Well, I don't even know what that actually means, right? And now on your balance in your relationship, you know, what are the facts? So what are the facts? When was the last time that your wife or you took your wife out on a date? Pre-COVID, right? Pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. When was that? Okay, were the kids there? Or was it just you? Well, three, four months ago, maybe, maybe, like I can't remember. Okay, so that's a fact. Okay, what are the facts in your business? Like, what is your balance sheet? I don't know. Okay, well, what was your net last month? I don't know. How many clients did you have? I, I have no idea, right? So what are the facts? Okay, now that we have that list of facts, how does that make you feel? <laughs> well, I can't tie my shoes, so I think that makes me feel pretty shitty, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen my kids in three months. And when I was there, I just went golfing or I went to the bar and I stayed in the stayed mm -hmm. in the garage with my buddies and we drank all weekend and then I was back on the road again. So yeah, I, I guess I feel pretty shitty about that. Hmm. Okay. And what you find is once those three areas, your body being and your balance are all in line, you actually start to make more money in your business right? Whether you're self-employed or not, every, every one of us has a business. When you go to work, that your home is your business. And most people can't differentiate that, right? The money game is a whole different story. But what we see is when those other people are aligned, and I'm talking about myself too, when I'm aligned in those areas, business comes last. And mostly that's where we default to because it's pretty easy, right? Just go to the office, make more money. Just go to the field. I'm going to work more days. I'm going to make more money. That'll solve everything. And that's where a lot of it falls short. You know, like, look, you know, there's a lot of women in the oil and gas industry, obviously, and there's men, but you can't ignore the fact that a lot of times men don't want to talk about their feelings or they have like three emotions. Like I heard there's a whole spectrum of emotions, right? Like yeah. empathy, sympathy, you know, sadness, fear. But with men, it's like, it's like angry, you know, sad, you know, there's just like two or three that always come to mind happy. It's like, it's like this three engine machine when really we do feel guilty, right? Like sometimes we do know we're leaving people out and we always think like later in life we can make it better. Uh, at least that's sometimes what I th I've thought. I thought, always thought, you know, when I'll sacrifice now for the reason that possibly we can benefit from all this later. But the truth is, is kids get older the attention that you get from them as they go through being like, you know, under 10 all the way into teens, that's a totally different, different beast. So as I sit here listening to you, it's really the truth is, is if you're someone who notices that something's just not in alignment, but no one has ever talked to you about any of the things that you're about to talk about, now is the time to really tune in and figure out what's going on and start being really present, not only in your life, but in the life of the people you love. And that's, and that's the message that we send. And it sounds really simple, but when you are, you know, not thinking five, 
you know, 10 different places, you know, I have, okay, I have to make this permit for next week. Okay. I have to make sure all of these landowners are notified. I have to make sure that these crews know what they're doing. Make sure, right. When you get home for your few days off, that's what you're thinking about for next shift. How, how can you be present with your kids and they see it right away? Your wife sees it right away. Hmm. And I never even, never even dawned on me when I was home, like when I was married, right? Are these these tools, these tools that you've learned, and I know we're going to get into those, but with where you are now, which is so far from where you were, are you finding that your children are reconnecting with you and you're being able to kind of fill in those potholes, if you will? Yeah, yeah. And it's taken a year and over a year now of consistency. So over uh, last April, I might not have been here. I wanted to end it all. Mm. Like I was, it was that far, you know, and I was that far gone, that disconnected that I thought that was my only way out. And it crossed my mind a few times. And then I went to rehab. And that's where I started to learn some of the tools, not for drugs or alcohol. Mm. I'm probably, they didn't even know how to treat me when I went there. I went to Thailand. <laughs> I went to Thailand, man. Like, my counselor here said, Hey, like you don't need a clinical treatment. Like you're not addicted to drugs. I was on steroids for two years, but it wasn't, that's because I was competing in bodybuilding and powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't about that. It, I've been addicted to golf, man. I've been <laughs> addicted to, to gambling. Like yeah. I've been addicted. Anything you put in front of me, I'm going to, I'm going to do to the max. Like that's just me. And I've had to figure out why that is. That's a whole different topic. (laughs) But in that whole mix of, hey, like, you're just disconnected. You're the same as an alcoholic. You're the same as a drug addict. You're just trying to find that connection because you don't have it. So how can we do that? So we went to this rehab facility in Thailand, and they didn't even know how to treat me there. It was called Hope Rehab. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, they had no idea how to treat me, but I'm like, whatever, I'll let, just get me there. Let's do some mindfulness. Cause that's what they were big on. What dude knows about mindfulness for one. Mm-hmm. And then two, right. Let's do some meditation. And I'm like, I can't even sit for, you know, I haven't been diagnosed, but maybe a little ADD. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had like a very high strung, but Okay, let's go do some meditation <laughs> and then let's do some cognitive behavioral therapy. And the, and that's why my counselor said maybe we should you should look into this. So, and that's why I love the CBT and it's just yeah, again based on facts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's why after those tools, once I got back from there from two two months and then I found the men of iron with my buddy that I lived with 20 years ago, he was starting this movement or continuing this movement that I just kept scrolling over them and social media and finally stopped. And I'm like, dude, that's me. And you are, you are a certified cognitive behavior therapist. Is that right? Practitioner. Practitioner. Okay. I'm just trying to clarify, because this is something that I think a lot of people will find interesting that your career is so oil and gas, but you really like unplugged to get this. you, You really wanted to master this part of life. Yeah. Yeah, it's just how can we reframe these shitty thoughts in our head? Because they're going to happen anyways. And 60 to 70,000 thoughts that run through your head at any given day. That is a lot. You're not going to catch all of them. (laughs) But guess what you are going to catch? You're going to catch the really shitty ones more so than the really good ones. 
that's just the way that the brain is wired, right? It's just the reality. So how can we reframe these stories? And that's how a, a lot, that is a lot of the work that we do. That's a big part. So it's not only based on your, you know, what you want in out of life, but how can you just manage through the day and sit there with your kids and not scroll on your phone, you know, whether you're a single dude on Tinder or on Instagram or whatever the hell it is, how can you be present with your kids and your new and your, your spouse, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me, so as you came out of this, you know, here it is, you come back from Thailand, you and your friend start really digging deep into this type of therapy. Tell me like how that goes down. Like, where does it go from there? Like you start this and it, it, it's not like you flip a switch. No. So we started the work and on my own at that time, there was no one else. They were all in their little groups already, like with their coaching. Right. And I was the new kid on the block. So I was just doing the work by myself and I'll do, you give me a task. I'll dive in and I'll do it. But in September we do these live events or they were doing these live events in Victoria in on the West coast in BC. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And that, kicked the living shit out of me. And that's what the shakeup that I needed. So it's like a Navy to describe it as like a Navy seal type event where rolling around on the beaches, we're carrying logs up mountains. There's a lot more to it than that, but basically mm -hmm. you're just getting beaten down mentally, physically. And even if a lot of people that came there thought their lives were pretty good. And that was the ironic part right? They just wanted a boys weekend out. Okay, let's go do some, you know, let's go fight in the ring. You know, there was some kickboxing as well, right? Let's go fight in the ring. Let's get, you know, and then crush some beers after. And what you found was a bunch of guys at the end of it, like, holy shit, my life really wasn't that great. Yeah. I, I hear this a lot where you just know, like, if you just think about it, people who wake up in the morning, they put their towel right on the same place of the shower every day. They brush their teeth at the same time. Like there's all these habits that we have and we don't really think about what we're missing, right? You just, you go and you'd go day after day after day. And it's those behaviors, if you will, that are leaving others maybe behind. And sometimes I'm sure sometimes when things are extremely stressful, you do self-medicate like through beer or whatever that is, because you don't know, you know, you go from work mode to now home mode. <laughs> And that's an adjustment. It's an adjustment going from being out on a rig or, you know, away for months at a time. And then suddenly you're back in a, you know, 2,800 square foot house or whatever you got. And there's kids and there's noise and, you know, just a shift in gears. Yeah. And so there's a few things in there. So with coming home, there's been times where I've had to pull over on the way home and I would get sick. This only happened at least once that I can remember without, <laughs> right? And there was one other time that I thought, but I tried to push that stuff out of my, or shove it down. Yeah. <laughs> Try to shove it down. But actually like driving home from a 12 hour drive from Northern Alberta coming home and I just did not feel right. So mm. I just pulled over like, what the frick? But I just worked for what it was two and a half months. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'm going home to wife and kids, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, right? Should be excited. I was excited, I thought, but then I wanted like a, just this nervous feeling of, I don't, I feel more comfortable back here. That's fucked. Mm, that right? is, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. 
so it really that one drove it home so now it's how you know and you came back to the habits there and that's what a lot of the program is based on like that's the that's the foundation we like to call it right so what is your habits and so what is your habits in your body what is your habits in your being your balance in your business right what are you going to commit to every day in your body so are you going to sweat every day okay some dudes can do that right are you gonna what are you gonna fuel yourself with today so we like to fuel with green smoothies like it mm -hmm. sounds simple it sounds like a simple thing and like green smoothie what but it's just that that cognitive like every day okay in the morning okay before i go to work i'm gonna drink a green smoothie and boom and okay i'm gonna sweat every day right and then you're in your being you're gonna meditate every day <laughs> and you're going to journal or you're going to do some cognitive work on an app that my coach has developed. So we call it the Patriot missile game. So you, <laughs> you start with a trigger and you end up with an, a, less, a lesson and epiphany from it. So it's just diving deep every day. And then from there in your balance, okay, you're going to text your wife <laughs> and your kids a message of love, honor, and appreciation every day. Mm. Sounds How do you cool. argue with that? Sounds right? like that's a... <laughs> sounds like a really great thing to do. Yeah, it sounds pretty easy, but guess what? If you put in the message of why in behind it, and you, I, you and I talked about this on the discovery call, right? Like why? When was the last time you told your wife why you loved her or why mm -hmm. told your kids why you loved them? So which is really hard to do when you don't see them for two, you know, mm -hmm. two weeks, three weeks, you know, a couple months. So you have to get pretty creative <laughs> on how to engage that way right and then in your business you're going to learn something and you're going to teach something every day again sounds pretty easy but it's just getting you dialed in that you can have it all yeah right you know it's funny as you say this it's like and i only know this because i have a failed marriage right it's like there's this thing where appreciation is a factor and regret is a factor and thinking about you being in your truck and like, you know, here it is, you're pulling up to your house, but you have this heaviness, right? It's like when you're not living your life the way you know you should be, maybe it's not guilt, but there's just this kind of regret that you have. And then you almost don't feel lovable. I, I don't know if, the, if, if that's the right way to put it, but the point is, is you kind of want to feel that confidence and pride that you know, you're supporting your family, that you're there. And when you're absent, not emotionally, but just physically, it takes a conscious effort to make these moves that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So it's just everything with intent now is how I like to say it. Like every decision you make, every word that you say is with intent. And when you start doing that, you can, yeah, you can screw off, but if you're doing it intentionally, that's one thing. If you're screwing off just to screw off and then that that leads from okay i'm on social media for 10 minutes okay now it's two hours now it's half a day on my day off mm -hmm. when i could have been with my kids and doing something cool that's a problem because now you're just using it for sedation yeah so tell me like so people that are listening and they're going like checkbox checkbox like they're resonating with what you're saying they know that they would like to up their game a bit does this require them to be in a certain geography? Like, how does this work? If someone's listening and they're going, where do I begin? Like, how do I even start a process like this? What do they do? 
So what we're doing now is we're funneling everyone into the Freedom Formula program on Facebook. And that it's a free community where everyone can come in and just see all the tools are there. It's all free. And that's because what we find is a lot of people come in and they want to try it out. But you know what happens with free, <laughs> right? Yeah. It just, then they fall off. So if you're really good, if that's you, and you can just go through and just dive into the work and do it on your own with no accountability, that's great. But we find that that's not most people. So the tools are there for everyone to look. We have free webinars. We have free everything. And you can just, yes, check out the tools. But if you want to dive deeper, what we do is weekly coaching and then daily accountability through Messenger. Like, did you do the work or didn't you? Like mm -hmm. in those four areas, did you ever do everything in your body, your being, your balance and your business? Did you do all of those? So it's just a quick check-in in the morning and that your group leader, yeah, they'd say, yeah, great, <laughs> right? You did the work. So cool. you, we do it everywhere. And then the weekly coaching is a group. And the cool thing about the group coaching is that it's a process group, right? So if you hear someone else struggling in an area, most likely at some point, something's going to resonate and you're going to learn from that person. And that's the cool part. So the one-on-one -on -one group coaching is great, mm -hmm. but you don't get that community. And the, the way that the unit bonds, you know, if you see someone that's doing something super cool and, you know, their life is going like this and yours is like, you're hiding back here, but you see this on a, you know, on a daily, weekly basis, they're doing cool shit. You're going to start to creep and, you know, <laughs> I want to do cool shit too, right? I want to have a side hustle. I, yeah. you know, I want to, I want to have a, you know, what did you do for your date last week? Like, you know, they might be in the same geography. They might not, but what did you guys do for your date last week? Like, it's so, it's so true. Like I remember like, as when my kids were younger, I heard a dad talking about like, what would he would do? So you know, before bedtime, he would just lay on the bed next to his daughter and just talk to her for five minutes. Right. And it's not that I couldn't think of that or invent that. But it is nice when somebody else mentions something and you can adopt it, right? Like that, like things that are working. I do think there is something to having your comrades, right? These people that are kind of, you know, we're all, we're all working, we're all hustling, we're all doing everything we can to like move the dial financially. But geez, like these, you know, like what are we doing it all for? How complicated have we made life? And sometimes I think about it maybe the people that aren't as successful that aren't working like, you know, like what you're describing, you know, they're getting paid in a different way. Their compensation isn't coming in the bank account, but it's coming in a very different way and a legacy that they're leaving. And it almost sounds like what you're saying is you don't have to like sacrifice your career. You just have to learn a new way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we like to call it swinging singles. Everyone wants this home run. Like they're thinking, oh man, I got to do this massive whatever you want. But mm -hmm. it's just show up every day in small ways. And once you start chipping away at that, you feel better about yourself. You feel a little win here, feel a little win here. Hey, I meditated for three minutes today. Sweet. I couldn't sit for 30 seconds before. Yeah. So this is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Right? And it's like, man, okay. I'm Once you get your dates dialed in, like we got dudes that are scheduling their dates you know, so, you know, the next quarter starts October 1st. So we have dudes that will actually sit down and schedule their dates for the next three months paid for 
That's Baby, awesome. Right? Babysitters set, everything, you know, or family members set, right? Like to take care of the kids, whatever it is, like the date is paid for. They just have to show up. That's awesome. You know, it's it's <laughs> funny as you say that there's single people that just don't do that. It's like if you're married and you have like your whole quarter figured out for dates, that goes such a long way. It makes life fun and it gives you kind of an adult time. And gee, the spouses have to love that too. Just doing something fun just for the fun of it. As you were talking, I was thinking about like a lot of what you're speaking of is action taking, acknowledging that the lack of action can actually make your self-worth feel low, mm -hmm. but yet hitting a single, if you will, like what you're saying, now you just added two points, right? And you just continue finding these small, easy, yet effective steps and then make some big moves like what you're talking about with planning a whole quarter's worth of dates. I think it's, I think it's great. I think, it, I think anyone listening to this has to find that to be an obvious win for a marriage, for a parent, for what we do in our communities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and where it all starts is your body, right? And that's where if you're not moving and you're not feeling good, none of that, you're not gonna be able to perform any of that other work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So well, you, you mentioned that you were kind of a fitness crazy person, right? I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, 100%. You were, you were taking steroids. I've never really, I haven't heard many people just admit to taking steroids. You're saying you're taking, taking performance enhancing drugs, you know, doing everything you can in the gym. How does what you've learned and what you're applying now, what is the correlation to where you were to where you are now in that realm of physicality? because no one can outwork me. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes, including performance enhancing drugs at yeah. that time. Now sure. I can step into a gym because I'm more, I am aligned, right? Yeah. But that was my default. So I used to drink before, like on the road, I used to grab a six pack and head to the room. Like I wasn't a social person after work. Mm -hmm. So that was my default for like 15 years, right? That's mm -hmm. a long freaking time to just be sitting in a room drinking beer. And then one day I snapped out of it when I couldn't tie my shoes. Actually the elastic, you know the elastic at the top <laughs> of your socks? Like it, I had so much, <laughs> it expanded so much that I cut off circulation to my foot when I was drinking a bunch of beer. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that was my wake up call there. It's like, okay, we need to lose some pounds. Yeah, right? my, mine was when I tied my shoe and I got up and I could see stars. I'm going like, holy crap. No one even, I didn't even get punched. And I'm like, seeing zingers you know yeah yeah so it went from that and then i hired like one of the best coaches that i know like in the fitness industry mm -hmm. and she was an ifbb pro not at the time when i hired her but at, shortly sure. after right that that's the level like that i will go to mm -hmm. to make shit happen and now i went from that <laughs> competed in bodybuilding competed in powerlifting at 38 years old like mm -hmm. are you kidding me or 39 like yeah. are, you, are you kidding me like it was good. And no, I encourage it. Yeah, uh, I say that because I was using that in a way that a heroin addict would use it in the corner, you know, in some hotel. Like, Well, well that's the thing. I, my takeaway, and you know, I'm not trained in this cognitive behavior, but you see this a lot where when people have kind of a thought that's not comfortable, so it could be a hurt or an upset, or it could just be a regret what we naturally do is we want to just cover up with something positive like oh you know like yeah i'm an asshole dad but 
geez, I go to church every Sunday, you know, like, I mean, or whatever that thing is, or, or, you know what, I'm very generous. I, you know, like, yeah, I'm a prick 90% of the time, but I give money to, you know, the homeless. This is like the covering of what the hurt and upset is. And it's like, what you're saying is, is no, like when you enter into something like what you're talking about, you dig into the hurt and you like address it and you make adjustments and your life begins to be in the light. Yep. Yeah. And that's all through the work of the, we call it the core four. So in your body being balanced in business and then that Patriot missile game where we're diving in cognitively every day, like that yeah. is a requirement for the dudes. Once they enter the, into the game is dealing with the shit going in between your ears on a daily basis mm. and coming up with a lesson an epiphany and a way forward and an action way forward to make that happen. To make, you know, because what you think is going on in between your ears isn't even, you know, what the trigger is. It's not even what it is. And that's a whole different conversation. But that's awesome. So you are on the Oil and Gas Pitch podcast. And this is where really, I mean, I want you to shamelessly tell people that are out there listening, you know, they're they're listening to this and they're going like, eh, maybe there's something here. Or maybe someone is very like on the depths of despair and they're going like, I wake up, I'm heavy, I feel anxious, I don't enjoy what I'm doing, I'm wondering what the hell am I doing? I'm, you know, it's so often that anybody in the working world that's not feeling joy, that that they look at their anxiety, they look at the actions they're doing, but then they address like, oh, I'm in my 40s, or I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s, or I'm, I mean, we all have all these like timetables that we judge ourselves on. As you sitting here on my podcast where I want to those people to know what are the steps to go from misery to taking an action step to introduce themselves to you and then ultimately learning more and experiencing this, feeling that feeling of healing, if you will, of their mishmash of a life? What is that process? Either step into the Freedom Formula on Facebook or just hit me up, Nick Gemmel, on Facebook or Awaken Tradesman on Instagram and on LinkedIn as well, Nick Gemmel. G-E-M-M-E-L-L. -L. And yeah, just shoot me a line and just jump on a call and just see if it's this work isn't for everybody. And I'm fine with that. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just the way that it is because it, it's not glamorous, but it's a way forward. Is there any way that you could, and, and I, know, I know you've got stuff to do, and I'm glad you made this. Thank you very much. I had my own technology issues today, but I was going to ask you, if we took a day in the life before this philosophy, and then we took your, like, you've been out of town for quite some time in the last, I mean, you and I've been talking, you've been in the middle of some job site somewhere for a couple months now. What's the difference? Like, what would we notice? So like at work, so I would get up, I would lay there for a little bit, and then I would go to work. And then I would come back, drink a bunch of beer and go to bed. That was my life for over 10, 12 years. I think that probably went where I didn't want to go golfing, didn't after work, didn't want to go for dinner, right? That's a long time. And now I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I meditate right off the bat, right off the bat. I drink a green smoothie. I text my kids at like 6 a.m. They're not, they're still sleeping, but I still text them, right? And then someone that's lacking in my life, I send them a message or if it's someone that's, you know, of interest at the time, <laughs> or just mom and dad, right? And then I do a little hotel workout to get the, the blood moving. And then I start my day. 
after I do that Patriot Missile game as well. So I clear my thoughts, <laughs> any stories, any shit that was going through my ears. And now I can now I can make the morning meeting and I can be present during the day. And this has taken a while to get to that point where I can actually step that door at 630 in the morning or out the door at 630 in the morning and be present. Mm. And that was the hardest part. So even though I was doing the work before, you know, at the start, yeah, it was, it takes some time, <laughs> but you can't be hard on yourself. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast, John Cheplak, and he was talking about people who want to wake up in the morning you know, it's the morning isn't where the problem is. It's like, what happened the night before? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, if you think about it, if you're, if you're going to say like, Hey, I'm going to wake up at six in the morning, maybe that means you need to be in bed at 10. Right. Yeah. And so what I yeah. love about what you're saying is, is it's like, it's the whole lifestyle part of what you're choosing. That's allowing you to create this consistency and these action items and maybe meet some really great people like yourself where you know, you can sometimes confession might not be the right word, but sometimes you just need to know that you're not crazy or that you need a new angle to look at things. And and that camaraderie that it sounds like the program brings in where you meet other people could help you navigate life a lot better also. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then once you've got people that are aligned with making their own 90 day targets and then creating <laughs> creating a life based on their targets on and their values you have people that are lit on fire and it's pretty cool to see a bunch of dudes that are you know dealing with the shit in between their ears and actually like pulling off cool shit cuz what wh- how many wives you know when you tell your wife you want to go do something cool I'm going to pull this off. And she just looks at you like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) You ain't going to do do shit, buddy. Right. And that's a lot of people's lives because they don't won't pull the trigger. Well, in this program, you're going to pull the trigger because I'm standing there every week. Okay. What did you do to Mm. pull yourself forward this week? You said you were going to do this and that's a cool, I'm not telling anybody to do anything. You told me to do it. And that's why I love this style of, of coaching and this program is it's, it's you. If Warren wanted to say at the beginning of this that you wanted to, <laughs> you wanted to start an oil and gas pro- or podcast, yeah. and three months, six months, nine months down the road, you still haven't. Well, I'm going to be lighting a fire under your ass, and <laughs> you would be sitting here doing it. Right? That's one example. So that's awesome. And you know, as I, I I think about this and I look at what you're you've accomplished so far, and I know I know we're about to close out. Is there anything that you could give us just to give us kind of a wide range of like some of your clients, like what, like where they were when they started? And then, cause we're, we all want the result, right? Like we all want to, like, if there was a, if someone told me you could staple a piece of bologna to my shoulder and make me lose 10 pounds, I would do it. Cause it'd be worth like the pain. Right. <laughs> so tell us just like a little bit about people who start this process. They go through it. Like, where do you see them shift? Like, how quickly do you start seeing them come to you and go like, holy crap, you won't believe this? The last couple of actually, so one project manager from Calgary, well, one ex-project manager, I won't lie, he lost his job a couple of years ago, right? But now he's getting on fire again to actually pull the trigger on that type of work again. But it was all just based on stories, right? Mm been working together for just over or just about six months now so it's pretty cool to see so you know not long another guy he started his own scaffolding business during covid like during covid started yeah. 
scaffolding business. Like it's been in between his ears forever, right? Working up in Fort McMurray and through the work, like, no, like this is, I want to be home with my kids. Like I'm going to do this. Okay. And not worried, you know, not stories of, oh, I can't do this because of COVID. I can't do this because of this and that, and just actually pulling the trigger. So that's cool. And then we got another guy. He was actually used to be in a biker gang and wow. then, yeah, and now talks about feelings and facts of his life. So, and an exterior guy, right? Like pulling cool shit off. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. And, you know, if you're listening and whether your life just feels messy from a personal side or your career just is not like something doesn't feel right, you know, just like if you put your hand over a hot stove, you would know like there's danger there. Pay attention, pay attention to how you feel and then go down this rabbit hole, if you will, to find out what are these guys doing that is allowing them to like take all of that and get into what factually is going on and just judging it by the facts. And that can help you even with how you're treated by others. What's really true? Like what is the reality and then there's how you feel about it. And I love that. Thank you, Nick Gimmel. I think this is a great episode. Definitely not the norm. This is, ed- how could it be that talking about love and feelings and marriage is edgy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm still working around that one. Yeah, so this was edgy. Like we're, like we're trailblazing right now. So if you guys have a company that you'd love to bring on the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast, reach out to us. I'm your host, Warren Spiewak. Thank you, Nick Gimmel. I'm going to make sure all of your information is in our show notes. And uh, I know you and I will be talking some more soon. So thank you. And now it works on the OGGN's upcoming events. Hey, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN and here are the events on deck for October 2020. The first five events I'm going to list off are all online. So to start off the month, we've got the Women Offshore Conference, which is an online interactive event on October 2nd and October 9th. Second, we've got SparkCon, which stars our very own Mark LaCour as keynote speaker, and that one starts on October 5th and goes through the 9th. Third, we have the OilCom Conference and Exposition from October 13th through the 15th. Fourth, we have the Ignite Talks with Cognite from October 27th through the 29th. And to close off the online events, we have the SPE Annual Technical Conference and Exhibition, or ATCE, on the same dates as the Ignite Talks, which is October 27th through the 29th. Next, these two events for October are in person. First, we have the Energy API Golf Tournament on October 12th at the Kingwood Country Club. And next, we have the Energy API 30th Annual Sporting Clays Tournament on October 30th at the American Shooting Center. Lastly, and most importantly, we have our OGGN live streams. This month, we have three going out, so make sure to tune into those. First, we have Maintaining Critical Infrastructure During Lockdown on October 1st. Next, we have Material Reductions in Downtime that flow to the bottom line on October 15th. And last, we have strategic opportunities to right-sizing GNA and achieving free cash flow on October 29th. Now, these dates for the live stream shouldn't be changing, but they may, so make sure to keep up to date on these events by checking out the OGG on Facebook, LinkedIn, or website for more info. That should be all for October, so I hope you guys have a great month, and thank you for tuning in. Check us out next week for another witty and sometimes spicy episode of the Oil & Gas Pitch Podcast a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.